I'm Katie Marenghi. This is No Matter, the podcast where I test the limits of how many times I can say sperm to my parents. The limit does not exist. Okay, good one. Okay, so Al, today we're seriously starting our sperm donor search. Okay. So what have we done so far to try and find a donor? Well, we spent a lot of time on the sperm bank websites. Yep, a lot of time. So when you're looking for a sperm donor, what do you typically filter for? I mean, there's a bunch of filters, but you know, one that's really important to us is that the donor is open ID. Yes. Open ID means the donor has given consent to release more information about themselves to our child when that child turns 18, including potential contact information. We want to make sure that our child has that option if they want it. Yeah. And luckily that's really common practice now. So It mostly eliminates the older donors. Okay. And what about other filters? So most of the other filters are related to, you know, appearance, health, ethnicity, a lot of different things. Health is the most important. And you can really filter to make sure the donor isn't a carrier for some genetic condition that you might have. Um, We'll figure that out soon, I guess. (laughs) Um, You know, but right now I'm filtering for a donor that ideally kind of looks like me or shares my family's ethnicity. Yeah, it's worth saying that we're both white and that gives us a lot of privilege in this search. The options for non-white donors are so much fewer across all of the sperm banks that we've seen. Definitely. I mean, we both have, you know, light brown or blonde hair, light eyes, medium height. There's a ton of donors that fit that criteria. Okay, so when you're scrolling through how many search results... I mean, with just that criteria, like hundreds at each bank. Okay, wow. And you're skimming these results, which I have to say is kind of like an e-commerce experience. (laughs) Like there are little tiles with the donor's baby photo and a brief synopsis. So what are you looking for there? Honestly, I don't really know, like, like cuteness. I mean, this is why it's so time consuming because I have to click into all of the profiles to like really evaluate the donor. Okay, so here is where our special guests come in. Not everyone is like us and looking at sperm bank websites all the time. So I thought it would be fun to look at the profiles through total fresh eyes. Um, so what Wait, do you guys want to choose? Those babies? So these are all the donors. No. Yeah. That's how they looked? Yeah. I don't think I would have submitted that. No, uh, that's specifically the eyes of my parents, Jenny and Mike. You have a really weird idea of fun. After the break. So I sat down on the cozy blue couch in my childhood home, sandwiched between mom and dad, and opened up the cryobank website. The first thing you'll notice about a sperm donor profile is that it looks very similar to an online dating profile. So most of the information that you have is like a few photos of them as a child, usually. It's very rare to have adult photos. Uh It's Canadian, I like that. Canadian. Oh, wait. I think that means they ship to Canada. Oh, ship to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> ship, ship the sperm yeah. to Canada. So they give a little, like, Handsome info. Handsome warm brown eyes. And these are written by the... An ever-changing hairstyle. Oh, hmm. what, are, what does that mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, these are written by the um, sperm donor employees, I believe. So it's like you know, how much do you trust what they think is attractive? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh. And then they give like appearance, heritage, okay. education, clinical stuff, fun mm. facts. 
They have genetic testing, a profile, um, medical history, a personal essay, staff impressions, which can be interesting. Right at the top of the profile is at least one photo, usually of the donor as a baby or young child. Oh, Oh, that is cute. As with online dating, some photos are much more appealing than others. Whoa, why'd they do that picture? Yeah, that's an odd picture to choose. Mm -hmm. And like we're staring at these babies trying to guess what they'll look like as my future kids. Mm. I feel like if you saw them completely from the side, that chin is going to stick out. Oh, yeah, that is a big point. Yeah, which is honestly pretty difficult. Um, I'm so bummed you don't get to see them as adults. I know. So, okay, let's see. So they they only have 30 people who <clears throat> you can see their adult photos. Mm-hmm. Most profiles only have childhood photos because these donors don't want to be identified. So they're not willing to include an adult photo. Sometimes the sperm bank might tell you the donor's celebrity lookalike, which is sometimes helpful and sometimes just more confusing. I'm like, does he look like Casey Affleck here? <laughs> <laughs> Casey Affleck here. <laughs> Those are different men. <laughs> Underneath the photo, there's a written profile. Donor 17089 is a fun-loving, attractive, athletic young professional. There's never a dull any... moment with this donor. No, you don't want that. Mm. <laughs> he likes taking risks. Responsibly, of course. Uh-huh. I've always thought dating sites should have a description written by a neutral third party, and that's kind of what you have with this bio. It's put together by the people who work at the sperm bank, though, honestly, it's hard to know what some of it means, and we all end up reading way too far into every sentence. Okay, but sometimes we do think that if they don't specifically say that they're attractive, then they're not, you know, like, that's a bad sign, because they seem pretty liberal with the attractive, you Uh know, like, so then I'm like, oh, I don't say he's attractive. The profile includes everything from grades he didn't do as well in college, but he did really well in high school. Maybe he went to a tough college. We don't know. To voice samples. He had a nice voice. I thought that yeah. was not, not yeah. a washout. And even astrological sign. Another Gemini. Ugh. There's a very comprehensive medical history, which Allison and I can obsess over. Okay, and you can do like medical history, and they say so much like this is all like you, mother, father, siblings, oh. grandparents, aunts, uncles. So it's like very comprehensive. Wow. And they'll say like, so he had leukemia. a paternal grandfather mm. who had leukemia. But look at that. Nothing else has been checked. Yeah. And so this goes on for pages. He has asthma. You could easily spend an hour analyzing one profile. And just when you think you find someone great. You could do worse. Yeah. I think that guy is good. You find out something to disqualify them. It's an almost dizzying amount of information to process. Oh, this is hard. Is it this hard? Oh. And this is just one bank. And there are hundreds of donors and dozens of sperm banks. I think I gotta go to bed. It's a lot. It's a lot. And what are you looking for in these profiles? Health, obviously. Like, a good family health history. Intelligence is a big one. And honestly, I'd love it if they had similar interests to me, like sports. 
And I also really do listen to the voice samples. I was surprised how big a factor that was in your decision. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't want our kid to have like a weird voice. Yeah. And you're doing this for hundreds of donors. Yeah. Wow. Like, I know we keep joking that it's like dating in New York, but it seriously does remind me of like when you scroll through Bumble or whatever, and there's just more and more and more people. Yeah. You kind of get desensitized. Yeah. That's a good word for it. I just don't know how we're ever going to choose. Next time on No Matter, should we ditch the sperm banks? Thanks for listening to No Matter. This podcast was produced by me, Katie Marenghi, with original music by Andrew Bunyay. We want to hear from you. If you have questions or are interested in sharing your story about becoming a parent, please email us at nomatterpod at gmail.com. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. It really does help new listeners find us. You can find more about us and how to support the show at nomatterpod.com.